0: Okay. All right. Lay on us, Tyler.
1: So uh, essentially, you will start in Bankelman, right? <laughs> you're gonna be starting there, and uh-huh. and I'm just I'm gonna give you like what's gonna be the start of the campaign. So like you're you're gonna you're gonna be approached by and I'm not gonna use last names, but you're gonna be approached by Evan, and Evan is going to just be talking to you guys about uh one time when he was out at the Creek House. He had found a door somewhere in the pasture surrounding the creek house. There was like this this like uh, basement dwelling doors that opened up. And he's like, I don't know where it's at. I have no clue like how I found it, what location it is. He's because like, he was really drunk when he when he found it. But he's 90% sure that that door exists. And he's like, okay, so that's that's like he tells you about tells you guys about the door and then, the campaign is you guys getting to the Creek House, finding the door, and getting inside of it. When you get inside of it, like once you get into the, the, the Creek House secret door, um, is when the campaign will begin. Like when it oh, will shit. really start going. Okay? And you'll, you'll, there's going to be a lot of like, there's going to be some puzzles that you guys have to solve. I don't know like if that's, that's going to take me a little while longer to write the puzzles themselves but i currently have um let me see here i currently have 16 rooms like 16 different areas that you guys will have to either kill an enemy solve a puzzle or whatever you guys want to do technically it's your campaign you can go at any point the book that i got um is a random encounter book so even if you guys decide when you get to the creek house you're like nah man I don't want to fucking go down that door I can I can pull something else I use chat <laughs> chat, chat GPT to help me write it yeah. and so uh, which it worked really well for a couple of things but like chat GPT forgets a lot of shit so you have to like retell it things and then have it rewrite the stuff that like it, it wrote you something and you're like whoa 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 you forgot to fucking put this in there like we talked about this and it's like oh yeah sorry let me uh, let me rewrite that for you and then it goes back and does it again and so it's gotten pretty good pretty good you can probably have them write the puzzles too and i'm gonna try to i'm gonna see what it can do but like right now like uh to so like one of the rooms, I'm not going to tell you what room it is. I'm not going to tell you how you get to it. I'm not going to tell you anything about it,
2: effect.
1: but the name of the room is like the maze of misplaced books.
0: And, and that's, a, this is all stuff that we'll delve into once we go through the basement door.
1: Yep. Like you'll, you'll go through you, when you, when you find the door, which I, I want that to be a, a question in of itself. Like, you need to find, you need to, the first quest is essentially get to the Creek House. Okay, you guys, like, whatever your characters are, like, I don't know how I'm going to have you guys wind up in Backelman yet, but you're going to start there. And you're going to be like, you maybe you guys are already from there, you've lived there, um, you've been living on the outskirts, you're like, uh, since you're like a, a, a gnome or a, a ranger, or whatever class you guys picked. like, maybe you guys don't even live inside the town, maybe you guys actually uh, live somewhere else, like outside of the city, but you guys are in town for a specific reason, You have, you're going to have, like, whatever your character starts with. I don't know what you guys choose for, like, starting items and stuff. Completely up to you. Um, You guys can have certain things, but you've got to be able to get to the Creek House. You can bring items with you. So, before you leave town, I would highly recommend, like, getting things that you think will help you in the quest to find the door. The door is not just going to be, like, available to you. You need to find it. There's going to be a, something you have to do to get that door to be able to to be able to see it. So Evan's okay. story is going to matter.
0: Well, my dude is super perceptive so <laughs> I'm not worried about
1: it. That's going to help. It's
2: really going to help. I out. know where it is. It's at the Creek House. Dude, yeah, it's, uh,
0: yeah, dude. We trust have like me. 20
2: miles to go. We'll be fine. It's. I'll see it.
0: I'll see it. It's a door, dude. I'll see it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know if the door. No, no, man. Never seen it. I've, dude. I've got it. I've got it prepared. Like you guys. I have for Buckerson Myers version three. (laughs) I have in in my uh in my uh word document here. I currently have seven pages of of information. Jesus. Dude, I, I, I win at it I, I and I'm gonna change some things too. This is just like because um, I don't want like Chad GPT originally wrote it as a like it's it's kind of g-rated at the moment and I do not want it to be g-rated
0: yeah <laughs>
1: and so um. like, he says whimsy a lot because I wanted the, I like I need this to be funny. I need it to be entertaining and and funny, but there still needs to be elements of action and and killing and mm-hmm. battles and so I've got I've got NPCs already made. Or I've, I've got all the stats. Um, I've, got the, I've got the guy who's going who's gonna to help you. you know, like I'm going to have a character too that I will play, but I'm going to be the guide instead of like, so I'll be the DM in the game. I'll have all the information, but I, I have a character that I will play with you
0: guys. Good, because we, we need more characters. But just do me a solid right out the gate, just to get us kicked off in, uh, in good fashion. When you voice Evan. Voice him like Timmy would voice any characters in Buckerson and Myers.
1: I've got, I've got my my character. I'm already gonna have a, yeah. a voice. Like I, I, I already have a voice ready for my character. But for the because first, because you wanna know what's my character's name? gotta naming? go hard. And I can change, I can <laughs> change the name of my character. I'm like, not doing we that. We can do that right now. Let's do this right now. So, uh, the character that I currently have made for myself is Professor Cornelius Quirkington, and mm. I think I can make. I think we can get a better name for the guy. He's a wizard, he's a gnome, and he's a level five. Oh, I'm a gnome. So we'll also, get along great. And so I have uh I have I don't like Spells stuff. and everything set up for him. I've got all that stuff. But I think I can change the name at any moment. We can change that to whatever. I just uh I want it to be uh good. I've got like my I've got dialogue kind of already made for him. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be good i just need to like w- and then i'm gonna do it as we go so i've got this god damn it i hate taking out these headphones to to i'm saying we
2: need on. jeremy to make a character because he's part of this podcast whether he wants to be or not and uh
0: <laughs> but is he gonna be reliable enough to do this well, regularly that's
2: his? what i'm saying we you and me will be the reliable ones and get mitch maybe could we could just do it like the podcast it's like we could have people jump in
0: Devin just yeah
2: we get like they six. all they all share the same character <laughs> they're just yeah multiple. i mean he's acting weird this time yeah dude but, or do you have split personality disorder do we get What's bob i see we get like five to six people to make a character and then we just try as hard as we can to be like consistent with whoever can be there
0: and uh, or uh tyler yes. should i download this oh is that, that the
3: fucking basic Ad- basic Ad- rules
1: PMD3. No, I don't – no, you don't need it. I can help you. I can explain stuff to you um, okay. as you go. And there's a lot of rules that are written on, on the D&D website, so if you have questions – and the great thing about – it's a homebrew. The great thing about it is that you guys can't go into D&D Beyond and look stuff up unless I pull characters that are from other campaigns you won't be able to like look up stats for the characters. I don't think you're we're going to be finding. like you are
2: Tyler. We're not going to be too prepared.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's all right.
0: I'm going to try. Right. I'm so my dude's name is uh well, Scott? What, hold on. What's your name your guy?
2: Well, Victor Ramirez.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Mine's uh Chris P Bacon. Chris P
1: Bacon. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's a good uh, name for this oh, campaign goodness. because right now it's pretty uh, quirky. I have a lot of like the puzzles. I have a lot to do, and I can, like I said, I can change anything at the at any time. Like right now, let me. I'll read you. Wait, this is one of the rooms. So Tyler, is this like, like a D
2: and D world? Like, is there like the Underdark here in any way? Because I, that's a big part of my character.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd say it's like it. It is the D and D world because everything exists in the. D&D okay, D&D cool.
2: As long as we can use the Underdark at some point.
1: So, That's like, uh, out. like here's, here is, a, here is like, an example of, of something that I have. I don't want to give you too much here, but um, let's do, we'll do this one. Like, this room is an overgrown garden with stone golems frozen in amusing poses. The characters must find and activate hidden levers or buttons to bring the golems to life causing them to strike a synchronized comedic pose and you get and it reveals a key that's that is the goal of that room. and in in the character that i am gonna play will give you that information as we go on because the the gnome that i play is an all-knowing gnome because he is the current uh like he is the the keeper of the creek house he is the studier of the creek house. he's fucking dead, that is dude. his entire life is dedicated to the creek house so season.
0: i i'm just gonna be like caught up in the middle of this like, one, this Gandalf gnome just knowing everything, and then this jelly, ro- jealous rock-ass gnome is gonna be like, oh, you just think you're the better gnome,
2: huh? Just, <laughs> yeah, I already put my attention. Dude,
1: and I, I've got, um, <laughs> I I'm gonna build, uh, there'll be Parker's items that die. you guys can collect. There's gonna be a shop, but, like, you gotta know, too, like, did you guys ever play any of the Dark Souls games?
0: Yeah, I played an oh. Elden Ring. Okay, That's so the only Elden, one
1: Elden Ring has uh, what? What are like illusory walls? Oh, those fuckers! Right?
0: Oh yeah, to where you can like walk through them, or you find shit on them, or something like that. Yeah, there's Smack like them. it's like
1: it looks like a, a different thing, and it's like like maybe it's an illusory rock, maybe it's a an illusory tree, or it's like something so when you like you you interact with that object, it changes into something else.
2: Oh, God, it's Benadryl and all so, over
1: again. Yeah, because, like it's gonna. There's gonna be like I, I'm not gonna try to kill your characters, but I have XP stats for all the stuff that like someone it would have asked you, Scott, what you wanted to uh, like if you wanted to go milestone basis or XP basis. Mm-hmm. I can do either one. I have XP boat like XP points for the like whatever you guys complete, whatever quests go on, um, but I can also do it by milestone. It depends. Like when I played the D and D campaign of Strahd, it was milestone based, so you had to complete certain things before yeah. you even got to level so anthony did, uh, you, do, did you do like
3: i a, didn't change
2: either of those I didn't change anything either, but Anthony, when you rolled for your character, did you do the what do they call that like the standard set or the or did you like roll
0: I think I did the standard set
2: dude i clicked roll and i was supposed to you know just the one time it has to be your character and then i ended up rolling like myself and then i rolled a bunch of other times and i was like i'm so lost here i have to do the standard set because i fucked up my one chance to get it i just figured it would be like
0: better for my first time just do the standard like see
2: what's fucked up is when i rolled after like the first one i was like i don't know what i'm doing i think i got a decent roll and then the second time i rolled myself i got like amazing rolls it was like 15 17 15 like all and then i was like well i can't do that because it wasn't like my first roll. like i can't just and then i kept getting these amazing rolls, and it was like god damn it so i just went with the standard
1: so do you guys have uh dice or do you guys just going to use the the d &D beyond to roll
2: um i was i don't have dice scott does but yeah um i've got two d20s but i'll probably just use whatever
1: you you should only need one d20 you're gonna want like if you buy just like buy one set, that's really all you need is one set, but you can use the D and D beyond because like you're gonna you're gonna roll like you're gonna roll your D twenty a lot. That's gonna that's gonna come up in this game a lot, and that's the main one. The only time you're gonna need any of the other things is for like um fighting and stuff like that. And you guys may never even fight anybody. I don't know. It depends on how you guys play the game.
2: Well, I'll probably gonna be fighting. You. Yeah, I'll probably just use other. the D&D <laughs> D and D Beyond dice. it'll probably just be easier. Yeah, I mean, it I just be.
0: don't want it to fuck me. I don't want to get fucked by like I can a computer send computer rolled one. three shitty in a row or some shit. You can know, send
2: you I one mean, of my D twenties.
1: It's the same thing though. Like even if you roll the hard dice, it's the, there's no guarantee. The D and D Beyond is is a randomizer. It's gonna be the same way. I still haven't But space I like to what I D, D- four D
0: six D eight D one hundred.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna oh, eat yeah. one of the. I'll have to go buy one of those, but really? uh, but I can also use that on D and D Beyond. Fuck that. Yeah, because the D one hundred comes in like if uh if you guys enter a room that has like a random item given to you, that's how you're gonna determine the random item. We're gonna roll a D one hundred, and whatever uh, the list
0: hundred's gonna be like. There's a list of them, yep. and then so uh, I'm gonna show you here my or so my fucking walk speed. What does that mean? My walk so, speed is 30 feet.
1: What does okay. that mean? So when you uh when you make a movement like so when you get into uh like a battle sequence, right? In your you can move and you can only move so far given your walk speed, right? So if you if you go okay, I'm going to move, I'm going to use my like I'm going to move this way, right? You can move 30 feet, which would be like Oh uh, shit. Each square will be like a five foot square. And so you'll, you'll move and we don't need to be that precise, but that's what it means. You'll move like you can move 30 feet and then attack. If you want to move more than 30 feet, you're going to have to use your action to move past that.
2: Well, cause so I noticed okay. one of my characters had like a, a bonus to that. So it was like 35 feet or something like that. So he's just yep. a little bit faster oh. than you, but oh. it wasn't not the one I
1: picked, but I'm a little dwarf man. You know, and like, uh, and, and I might limit it because you guys are in uh, – the, the rooms you'll be in may be big. They may be small. But uh, like some rooms might limit you. Like no matter what, you can only move 10 feet per turn.
2: Anthony, what's because your character? if you can move
1: and the enemy can only move 10, then you can always walk away from the character. And so we – and I don't want that to happen because then oh, you guys – Oh, dude, jump. every
0: single one of my movements, I'm using up my full 30. So if it's only 10 feet, mm-hmm. I'm going 10 feet three times, and I'm fucking all in one move. I'm going to go boom, 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 and well, then I'll attack.
1: If you, if, just, if, the room limits you to 10 feet per turn, right, you can you can move 10 feet, and then if you spend your action, which means you can't attack, because you'll get an action and you'll get a bonus action. And so uh, if you – Move 10 feet. That's it. That's all you can move in that turn. And then you have an action. If you use the action, you can move another 10 feet, meaning then if your enemy needs to close in to get closer to you, they may have to, they'll spend their 10 feet. They'll be 10 feet away for you. You need to be within five feet to attack somebody, like with with a a sword or something like that. You have to be within five feet to make the attack, unless your attack says that it can hit them within 150 feet
3: my
0: uh my initiative is negative 1 so i got that going for me
1: that's really bad oh i don't know about i mean it's not <laughs> really bad so like if initiative means like when you get into the room and there'll be an enemy that pops up and everybody will roll the initiative and the initiative determines the order in which you guys do your turns so if anthony, anthony rolls a 20 you actually get a 19 and scott rolls a 20 he moves before you do and then if you're the enemy you go against if he's got like a plus 5 to his to his initiative then he rolls a 20, he's going twenty-five, he gets to go first. And then there's also like if you get up behind Damn. somebody, like if you sneak up on somebody, you get um advantage, which means you get to roll uh. two d twenties. And the advantage you'll take the better of the two rolls.
2: By plus two initiative. Yeah. That's
1: that's good. Oh. That's a really good thing Fuck to have. Yeah. This goddamn gnome. Yeah, it's a it's good to have it. But like, yeah, it's it's how much uh what do you like? I gotta find your guys' a stuff and add you to the campaign. What's uh? your character?
2: It's your crispy bacon.
0: I'm a variant SMR. Asimar. Oh,
2: you're an variant ASMR Asomar. guy. Variant Asimar. That's
1: my dude. That's my. That's Gorgamoth. So let dude, me see it.
2: Oh yeah, you're people love being sun. Yep, people love me, dude. Yeah, I uh. That Chrisma's was my character. My charisma is uh ten. Not that good. Jesus.
0: My charisma oh oh my my charisma is fourteen plus it's plus two.
1: And charisma will help you in the early.
2: So is your charisma sixteen?
0: I don't know. What does that mean if it's fourteen plus two? So
1: means uh, sixteen. So if you guys have if you do a charisma check, right, you'll roll and then whatever you roll, it'll be plus two to that roll. But
0: so why if, is it 14 under that?
1: So if it's an automatic check, right? Say you're like, I don't want to roll for it. Just give me my 14. But if you say you need a 15 uh, to pass, you're not going to pass. So you'd have, so to, have like, to check. Yep. So then you'd roll, and it like you're, that's like a passive number that you get. So okay. it's like uh, instead of rolling it, you're like, oh, if it, like, what is it? It's, oh, Charisma 16 is how you win. Well, then if you're 14 plus 2, your Rule It's whatever you roll plus two, or you can have the 14. And if you're 14, then you lose. Like, it's uh, my dexterity is so bad. Just watch a uh video explaining the basics of of like um actions and stuff like that because you will want to know how that stuff works and you'll want to like have a, a, a better idea of all of that kind of stuff. And I could be wrong on some of it, like I said, I've never uh campaigned, I've never DM'd a campaign before, oh, but man. I've got. I've I've played D and D enough that I've got a pretty good idea of how this works. Okay, so then uh, I'm going to you guys.
0: What's your background?
2: Uh um trying to think. Where's that at? I wrote in some stuff. Um I
0: went so it's on on my phone, it's under ability save senses, and then under that you can go down to
1: I think
3: I found it. Um description. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just uh put in the campaign in the in the chat, so you guys can go click okay. on that and then add your character to it. Okay. And then I'll be able to look at your characters.
3: I'm doing that. Um.
1: And you'll be able to look it, at each of those characters.
3: My
0: my background is a folk hero.
1: <laughs> I got my
0: features rustic hospitality.
1: At the end. And, like, um, I'm going to try not to use too much of that stuff because, like, those things will come into play at some point, but they don't come into play all the time. Like, you can have that background that determines, like, how you how you behave, like, your character. It's, like, who he is. So that's your, like, if your character is a, is a hero, like, Anthony, you're, like, if you see somebody in trouble, nine times out of ten, you're going to try to save that person because you're a hero.
0: Goddamn right.
1: So, like, in my character in Strahd, I got uh, – uh, I made a wish to be able to max out my character. So I was like uh, I want to – instead of like wishing for a better weapon or wishing for whatever, I was like I want to be max level. I was like level five when I found that wish. And so it brought me all the way up to max level of 14. But because I did that, Jesus. my character, uh, no matter what, I couldn't say no. Like no matter what, I was not allowed uh-huh. to say no to something. Like I had to say uh-huh. yeah, I was a yes man to everything. So, like, if 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 one of the characters in our in our game was like, I think we should kill him. I was like, yep, let's kill him. And then hmm. there's no stopping me. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of things like that that can come into play. Since it's a homebrew, I can't imagine that there will be, like, we're going to do a ton of that. Mostly, the game is going to be you guys exploring, fighting a few creatures here and there, and, like, getting to the end. I don't know what the end goal is going to be yet, but your first goal is to get to the creek house. Your second goal is to find the door, and your third goal is exploring that door, like exploring what you find it behind it. And so uh, you know it's it's going to be fun. I think it'll and it's going to be it's going to be a nice learning curve for us. Like everybody here is going to be learning. You guys will be learning how to play D and D. I'll be learning how to how to DM.
0: Okay, I think I added mine to it. So
1: let me go back to it.
0: Um. Do you have... What's your backstory, Scott? Well,
1: I'm
2: looking oh, it up. Oh,
0: my flaws? Yeah. My, my flaws? I have a weakness for the vices of the city, especially hard drink. Nice. <laughs> perfect.
1: Oh, my God. That's perfect. Perfect. Because you're going to the creep
0: house. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. My ideals are destiny. Nothing and no one can steer me away from my higher calling. Getting <laughs> fucked up.
1: Like dude, that's... Oh, my God. You're fucked. You're so screwed
0: no dude no dude I'm perceptive as fuck
1: yeah you are also you gotta know this too if your character dies in this campaign I can I have the power to bring them back but that may not happen your character might be dead like done no more like it's over that's it and (laughs) and you'll have to get a new character make one That's, and yeah. I can and I can put him somewhere inside the campaign that if Scott walks up and finds that character, then boom, you're back in. <laughs> so like oh. I could place him at any moment. Like it doesn't like it's not all preset. Say Anthony dies, the next uh place that Scott goes, you could be locked in a cage in the corner and Scott just happens to have the key to unlock the cage. Or it's, it's laying God, on the damn. floor ten feet away and you just weren't able to reach it. I better Scott not die. Can, and <laughs> Scott can choose to unlock you and leave you in there. I mean, either one. He can be like, oh, I want you to join me. Or he's like, man, fuck you. You're in a cage for a reason.
0: I wish we were more famous because I want fan art of our characters. <laughs> but because uh, my eyes, I have one silver and one blue. A lazy eye like Mitch was the uh, description. Oh my God. <laughs> and, then, and then my faith is George Michael. My hair is Liberty Spikes white and my skin is too much tomato juice red oh my like, god
1: <laughs> my guy looks like a fucking freak <laughs> dude i can see your uh i can see your character you are officially in the campaign nice so did you it's called creek house secrets did you join it
3: yeah i should i
0: should have yeah
1: yeah okay this dude D D beyond is so awesome seriously the coolest fucking thing like, ever. Like, this is the coolest thing. Because it's it's free to use. And did you see, too, where, like, there's a couple uh, podcasts that play really big with D&D, and they use, like, specific D&D rulebooks to play? And D&D, the creators, Wizards of the Coast, or whoever they are, was like, uh, no, fuck you guys. You can no longer say Dungeons & Dragons or D&D. Like, we trademarked that. And so many people were so upset about it that they finally, they are like, no, actually... We're gonna we're gonna let it happen. You guys can go ahead and use that and create stuff based on the game that we made. Just give us credit, like so we can come like D and D Beyond. That's gonna like it's an unofficial sponsor of our podcast (laughs) (laughs) of the game. However, we want to do.
0: So my guy, um, my personality traits. I took uh integrity of the game to heart, like the fair play. And always try to find the most equitable solution to arguments. And just like fair play is the... Oh, Jesus. I picked it like six times. I have a strong sense of fair play and always try to find the most equitable solution to arguments. I have a strong sense of fair play and always try to find the most equitable solution to arguments. Um, Confident in my own abilities. And do what I can to instill confidence in others.
3: Oh, and judge you have hard inspiration. Actions.
0: Uh, I have <laughs> I I judge people by their actions, not their words. I have a strong sense of fair play and always trying to find the most equitable solution in arguments. I don't know why it's on there fucking three
1: times, but that's funny. My yeah, God, it's fucking... a Bardic Inspiration too. So uh, meaning that like if Scott rolls something and it's a really bad roll, once per day, de- once per long rest, you can uh, give that to somebody and they can roll a, a D six and it'll add to their roll. So like if Scott rolls for like uh say somebody you know it like he's going to attack somebody or he's going to like walk on a on a ledge and he rolls a d1, that's going to kill him. Like if you're on a ledge that can kill you and you roll a d1, you're more than likely going to die from it. And yeah. so you can give him bardic inspiration to roll a d6 to keep him from dying from it. That's like but you don't know that you're going to die. It's just cuz you have to get just that in role. case. Yeah, you you can see you can. So like it says right there, for ten minutes the creature can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. This can't be at this can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. So like if Scott wants to take a, if you want to like Scott, I need oh. Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, and he's like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna use it yet. And then he ends up dying. You can't you can't go back. Like once once you've committed to your action, you're committed. But that does that waste one of my bardic
0: inspirations?
1: You you get it once per long rest, or it looks like you get two of them actually.
0: Yeah, two. That's what I mean. So so like if if he takes it, if I give it to him, but he doesn't use it and dies, do I? Am I just out that one until the next long rest? Oh. Why don't you
1: give it to somebody, well, instead? I'd use it and either I... way.
2: There's no reason not to use it.
0: The, the, dude, so picture this. Another reason why fan art would be fucking great. Because I can, as a bard, I can carry. I think I told you, Scott, but I can carry three instruments with me.
2: Okay.
0: I pick the bagpipes, the lute, and the war gong. Oh. So that's a big ass fucking
2: stationary drum.
1: You have to nice. carry around. I mean, it's, yeah. not gonna, it's not gonna. It don't think of it as like equipment yeah. load. Like it's just, it's just there. Like yeah. it's, it exists. I definitely to your, want to think to of it. Yeah, it will slow us down, but it is there. It. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's this is going to be fun Tyler, where's the chat? A... Well, how did don't you Don't worry, where it's did you send strictly that link?
2: cosmetic.
1: I say that again, Scott? Where did you send that link? It's in
2: the chat. Of Discord? It's in the chat. Yep. I'll see it.
3: Uh, top left corner, there's a little chat bubble. Or if oh. you just go over to general, yeah. you can click open chat too.
1: Well, now I have to do it that way. And then yeah, then you can just click on that and then uh add your character. And then I, once I, I can refresh my thing and you'll be in it. Because I'm looking at Anthony's well, character right now.
2: Yeah, I don't see
3: it.
1: I'm just got, my spell attack plus is three, plus
3: four, so that's pretty cool.
1: You've got, you've actually got really good, like, strength, dex, con- constitution, intelligence.
0: My dexterity isn't that great. It's eight overall with a negative minus one.
1: I see a plus one for dex. No. Let me, let me check here. Or is that for... That's for saving throws. Yeah, sorry. That's for saving throws.
0: Okay. That is my, so yeah, like, my dexterity is my worst one.
1: Yeah, that's like if you do something that requires dexterity, you're going to have a minus one. And your passive yep. is eight. So if it... You know, no matter what, like if it's a ten, you're going to have to roll it. And if you roll a ten and you minus one, you lose. Your acrobatics isn't very good. Intimidation's pretty high. That's plus four is pretty good. That's what charisma does.
0: <laughs> I'll beat my fucking war gong and intimidate people, dude.
1: Dude, that's it's it's it can be very effective. But the but you also got to know this: if you try to intimidate somebody, it's going to determine the outcome of that interaction. Because like, if you start I, off,
3: don't,
0: I have a pretty high persuasion though too.
1: Yeah, and it's like it does work. But say you you go to somebody. And you're like, I'm going to intimidate this person to give me all their gold. And that person in their character traits is will never concede to a thief. So no matter what you do, that character, like no matter what you do, unless you roll a nat 20, that's the only way you're going to get past that. Because The nat 20 is like, uh, like if you roll a nat 20, when you go to attack somebody, that's, it's a guaranteed hit. It does max damage plus a roll. Like, it's going to, if you're going to get, like, so if, you're, if your attack does 10 damage, and you have to roll, if your attack, like, say you roll 2d12s, that's 24 damage is the max you can get. So if you roll a nat 20, you'll get 24 damage plus another roll of the 2d12s. So then you roll another 12 damage. So you could and do
3: 44.
1: You could do a fuck ton of damage. Or you could, but you have to hit the nat 20. Because say you roll those 2d12s and it comes out as a 1 and a 1, then you only do 2 damage. Yeah, twenty two. Yep. So like it's it's a uh, you, you'll figure it out as we go. You'll you'll uh, understand it more. Like your armor class, so you only have an armor class of nine, which is not very good. Um, that determines how like if so if I roll attack against you, all I have to roll is a nine to hit you. Ouch. Yep.
3: Can
0: can uh can I since I'm super persuasive and my class uh, or. In my race, like, is the people love me. So could I persuade slash intimidate somebody, an NPC, to take a hit for me?
1: It, I mean, it, it would be situational. Because if the character is going to attack you and they've already started, it's, it's too late. Like, you, you're already in combat. But you can, like, before the combat starts, say you have a feeling it's going to, no, like, no matter what, this is going to be a fight. Like, no matter what, you can try to persuade them that attacking you will be the death of them. Like, no you matter what, you can sexy just be like. a guard
2: over here. Sexy
1: yeah, if God you hit bard. me, just so you know, if yep. you hit me, like, every person who's ever touched me has died within the next 10 minutes. And then, like, I won't roll. like you if you attack me. <laughs> They'll just shut yep. yep. And, like, you can <laughs> say that. It's all about your role. You can say whatever you want, and then the role is what matters. So, like, you can just be like, Fuck you, dude. Roll nat twenty, and that guy's like, "Oh man, I should fucking stay away from him."
2: Yeah, cause you determine what happens. <laughs> oh like, right, dude. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, that's
1: it is, dude. It's it. Um, we need to. Thank God for we're just gonna 20, have to plan just, on
2: like, I don't know, what day, what day you guys are gonna do it next weekend, sometime.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got uh, like I said, this
2: weekend or just um, random day week.
1: Right
2: like Wednesday might so, work for me. Like I don't know, just random. I'm,
0: so I will say it's going to if we were I'm down to start you know as soon as whatever um Thursday's probably work best for me honestly but um in like 2 weeks Oh yeah if that I will be having another kid so I'll have to which having the other kid here won't really be the bigger deal but being at the hospital, when we do that part of it, will be. So if we have a scheduled day where I'm up there, I probably won't be able to partake.
1: Like, if, if, uh, like, say we, we need to, to move on in the campaign, like, we actually have to play to continue on something, like, your character can automatically play. Like, I can play your character to continue it on, and I just play based off your stats. Like, I, I would still just. I just don't want be to like, die when I'm gone. Yeah, and I, like I mean, I'm not. I hope that doesn't happen. But your character traits are going to determine how that's played. So that's what's gonna like. That's why like you're a hero. You're a folk hero. So your character <laughs> always right. tries to to use their words to keep them out of trouble, like bards do. But if you can't stay out of tr- again, there's a lot that'll go into it. But it's it's not going to be as I'm going to try not to make it as yeah, complicated. I will protect you. You'll be you'll idiot. be tired that day.
0: I'll just make sure, before we get off every time, I'll just make sure that I convince, I'll intimidate one person to come around me, come along with us, and just always take the hit for me.
1: I mean, you can, and you can too. Like, uh, like, say you have a really high sleight of hand, like, where you you would be able to, like, do something that somebody doesn't notice,
3: Mm -hmm. right?
1: I think I do. You could probably, like, if you have a high sleight of hand, and somebody's like standing next to you within five feet of you, you like, and the attacks coming, you could try to just move over behind that person sneakily. And then that attack could hit that person. Like, I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to let you guys do a lot of stuff. I'm going to let you guys be free. I'm going to try not to hinder, hinder your um, options or your actions very much. I will tell you, like, if you go to do something, I'm going to like, I'll be like, Hey, like, you can't do that because of X, Y, and Z, but you can do this. If you, if that's what you would choose.
0: if i can manage if i can manage to like pull a move like that off where i just step behind somebody since like the people love me that guy that i like step behind he's gonna be like oh he's so fucking cool and then just gets his head cut off
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's uh i'm gonna see i was gonna check what your hit points um that guy's awesome oh wow you only have 10 hit points
3: how is that even possible
1: I have eleven.
2: Have a... I'm a badass yeah. dude, and I only have eleven.
1: I might let you guys bump those up.
2: Well, we're level one too, so it's like.
1: I know, and I, and you're gonna gain levels, like. Oh, I, my walking I, speed's only twenty-five. Time, hopefully, by the time you get to get to the point of being inside, like the Creek House area, I'm gonna try to get you guys up a couple levels because a lot of the enemies you're gonna face are gonna be like level five. So, Dude, there
0: has to be something inside the Creek House for each of us. I feel like to find as yeah. like an item, because there's I know for a fact there's an Aerosmith shirt hanging on the wall. There.
1: I would I definitely planned on using that in the campaign. So <laughs> nice. But I I have I have plans. Oh my so God. just like memories you guys have of locations is gonna take a it's gonna play a part in this game.
0: Can I can I bring up make a little recommendation about uh to get one of the items? I feel like one of the rooms we have to walk in. Um and and we have to go into this room and across a floor of Max's puke.
1: Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> like Arctic floor. Like I don't know a hundred percent what everything's gonna be yet, but I definitely had an idea that uh in order for you to get into the door, you were gonna have to be wearing the aerosmith shirt. Oh jeez. Oh. Right? That was an idea I had. But I have yeah, a bard. I, now that I told you that, that's probably not gonna happen. Because I can't I don't want you guys to know how to do things. Mm-hmm. So you guys well, are gonna yeah, have to figure fair. it out as you go. But there your that's Aerosmith fair. shirt will be in the game. There will be a lot of stuff from recent memories inside this game. There's gonna be a lot of illusions. There's gonna be a lot of like warping, like where you 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 walk into the bathroom and you lift up the toilet and there's a dead bird in there. And if you touch the bird, boom, you warp. Like things like that. It's gonna, it's gonna play a part. Like they, there might be people at the Creek House when you get there that they, they were just people that were at the parties. I'm not gonna use last names, but I'm gonna like you'll know who they are based off of the first name.
3: Sounds fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I put. Dude, I put a lot of work into this in the last four hours. Like I, I sat down and like as I had a bunch of stuff written in my phone of what I wanted to do, but none of it had like fleshed out. So I just started typing all that shit in the chat GPT and was piecing things together. And it and it really it came out. Like I've got a lot of the uh like area and stuff, but I haven't like it's not in a set stone because I wanted I wanted you guys to be able to come into the campaign, and do it however the fuck you want. Like It's going to be like, I can just make something happen at any point based on what you guys do. So, like, it's there, there may be things, like the Aerosmith shirt might be one of those items that warps you. You might have to wear it. You might have to just take it off the wall. You might have to hang it up onto the wall. You might have to, like, there's yeah. everything and anything is going to be possible. So,
2: Good. Good, Dude, I'm just um, pumped, we just gotta, like, I feel like we need to get better about uh, being a little bit more consistent with the podcast in general, and yeah. uh, also, if we're gonna be doing the D&D and the podcast, we're just gonna have to, like, we do it. have to, like, telecommunicate tele- tele- with, like, our scheduling, because it's, like, I don't know when the fuck I'll be ready, if I'll be there on Thursday or not, and
1: hey, Sunday we'll nights, out.
2: We just gotta talk about any-
1: it any sunday nights cuz are you recording this
2: right now yeah so, um okay sunday nights work for me for sure but then it's like friday nights and saturday nights work for me too but then some nights i'm going to want to go do stuff so we
1: can we'll just uh just remember to text me i like every snapchat week we're going to have to just figure it out
0: do you have your notifications for snapchat turned on
1: it just all of a sudden one day stopped and i'm not going to remove the app from my phone because i don't know if i can sign back in
2: well can't you just get to figure the notifications <clears throat> out
1: i i've turned them off i've turned them on i've tried like so many different things to i've had that issue just, too
2: i it didn't work for me for a while too but i don't remember how it
1: got fixed yeah and i but i don't remember what my
2: in. Do, do you have um like
0: the chat inside of Snapchat silenced the notifications no, nothing, inside of Snapchat.
1: Nothing's silenced in it. I have everything turned on. Like dude, I've gone through it a million times. Have you times googled it? I, I can't. Well, yeah. The, the number one thing that it tells me to do after trying those is delete the is like to delete the app and re-download it. But if you I don't re-download know your it, stuff, because I'm pretty sure I used my old like high school fucking DCS email to to make it because it was on my <clears> iPod whatever. Back in the day, so I have no idea. Like I have no idea. That's why my name on there is still tit seven eight six one because I I don't know, like anything about my snap. I don't know what the password's gonna be. I don't <clears> know. <throat> like, I have no idea. So I just try to keep it. When I got my new phone, I uh, backed it up to my old like to the whatever and then transferred it over. So I didn't have to sign back in. It was backed up on my on my new phone when I got it from my old phone.
2: Yeah, uh, I forgot all about this. It's sitting on my. Dining room table for a while. Hell
3: yeah!
0: That's your hair.
2: That's my hair. That's all I'm gonna donate. It's not even that much. Like that's all you were. Uh, all you could donate. That's all that I say That's pretty good. The rest of it, there was a bunch on the floor that was smaller. I should have put too, but this is all the long stuff.
1: No, that's that's dude. That is a that's a good amount of hair. Somebody will will make a nice I committed and out.
2: I got my sister to not take it, so. Dude, it feels Dude, weird
1: <laughs> you should just make a wig out of that and put it on.
2: I should just keep wearing it yeah
1: <laughs> oh my that God. would be the greatest ever you should you should actually
2: uh, that. just tape it to my Tyler
0: head go to work. download the game t3 arena on your phone
2: I knew this whole t3. thing was just an advertisement
0: it's uh it's basically overwatch on your phone it's three and but um it's so, like, it's character setup and game types are just like Overwatch, but you don't have to, like, push a button to fire. As long as your reticle's in, like, on somebody, it'll, you're, it'll just fire for you. Oh,
2: that's cool. So that, what that, if I forgot one that, on the so floor? Someone came over, like, what the
1: fuck is this? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> huh.
2: Dude.
1: Oh, okay, Scott, you were talking about uh, that lady. I've seen so much stuff on this chick. on Oh, the, yeah. oh,
2: the plain lady. No, it's... Okay, so, I was kayaking yesterday with my friend, and she's, like, uh... She's a paleontologist. Like, she's all about science and shit. Later, Tyler. Um, But she's also a, a person that's, like, super... Like, Tyler. I could see being, like, interested in, like, witchcraft and astrology. And it's not like I don't... I don't think that she believes that astrology is a real thing. It's just more like it's interesting. You know? Like, open-minded. Like, yeah. oh, you know, we'll just... not. I'm not going to dismiss it 100%. I mean, I am... In certain ways, I don't know exactly what she believes, but anyway, she's that kind of person who thinks like witchcraft and like all this shits super interesting. So she knows a lot she about believes
1: it. Believes in astro- astrological signs.
2: In I don't know if she does or not, but she um, she thinks there may be something to it. You know, she's not going to dismiss it right away, but she's also super like logical and shit. Anyway, she was talking about this lady, and she's like, that just makes me nervous. You know, I've had people just I've had experiences like I've had people kind of give me this weird vibe before and this lady was just giving me chills it's like my thoughts is like you know maybe there are demons out there and you know all this stuff maybe that's what she's thinking It gave me chills too but I've already dealt with like seeing shit that's not I mean, there and realizing that I mean for me 100% that's just her brain like her reality is one thing that doesn't have me. anything to do with our reality so uh good for her she believes in stuff and she's acting on it but I just think it's super interesting because uh, I don't know.
1: Did people you see the see video? And stuff. Yeah, I watch it.
2: Yeah, I
0: watch. I watch the video.
1: So there's two videos. Well, there's technically three, but there's two videos. One that is the the one that went viral, and then there's a longer version of that of a video from a different phone, a little bit further back in the plane, and like like instead of it being like 30 seconds or 45 seconds, this video is like a minute and a half, and it shows the exchange she has with the flight attendant before she starts walking off and she's trying to like change seats is what she like originally wanted to do. And there's a few other things that came out about it. Like uh, of guys that were saying like, I was the person that was sitting behind her. I was the person that was talking to her, like all that kind of stuff. And there's no, like you will never know. Cause those guys aren't seen in the videos. I'll we'll never know if that guy who claims that he was the guy doing it Um, is the guy like we will never know until she comes out and talks about it and uh but she uh she goes like has an episode where she like thinks i don't know it's hard to say what she thinks it's hard to say if she's seeing somebody in the back of the plane or if she was sitting next to somebody freaking her out
0: that's what i believe is happening is that she's sitting next to somebody that she sees and nobody else sees because her exact words are like that man sitting back there is not real.
1: Yeah. And uh there's another guy who came out and said, I was on the plane, I had an airpod in listening to a book, and so I wasn't like a like obviously I'm not eavesdropping on all their conversations. He's like, but I could they were having an exchange. She said, But the weird thing was that the guy that was sitting next to her never said a word. That he was sitting there just staring at her. She was talking to him. He never spoke but it was almost as if they were having a conversation and she's like, and then all of a sudden it started getting heated. She started getting more and more, uh, eccentric and like out of, out of order. Like she started getting a little more manic. And then that's when she got up and left. And so the guy who said that, he's like, it was a weird thing. Cause I was sitting behind them about two rows back to the left. They were on the right. And the guy, like when he, when she was getting up and leaving and walking off, that guy turned around and winked at me. And he's like, and like you know it was a wink he's like and it was kind of like in my peripheral so i didn't i wasn't looking directly at him so i don't know he's like but i swear to god that his eye when he blinked it didn't go this way it went this way yeah and and that's like so apparently lizard people is the whole thing yeah i i think she was drunk i think she'd been drinking quite a bit before she got on the plane oh fuck. and i also think I also think that whatever conversation she was having with the guy, maybe she's religious, maybe she's what like you know, astrological, maybe what like whatever it is, but she uh he was talking to her about like the devil. Like she was complaining about something that was on his shirt. And that might have, you know, like like uh like me getting told that my shirts were too devilish to go to school in. Like that kind <clears throat> of thing. And so she was like that, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that. That means that you're a, a bad person because I believe in it and he was like yeah you know i i am satan like i am lucifer and so that freaked her out and she got up and left i just i wish i i wish she would just come forward and actually do an interview because no obviously i don't believe her but she i mean so it's really hard to dismiss somebody who looks normal
2: yeah well the thing i just i watched the videos and then immediately on YouTube, there's all these videos dissecting it, and there's uh, one, so stupid. These videos are they're just like, the spooky music, music playing in the background, and then he has a yeah. like, pause going like this, and he's like, oh, that's the satanic, you know, god symbol or whatever. There's all these satanic symbols, and I was like, two minutes into that, I was like, okay, well this is dumb. Like, everyone's just doing like clickbaity, um... Yeah. What's
3: that? oh it's your, your phone your
2: phone's my phone yeah <laughs> top works bottom freaks out and sometimes i can see the bottom like right now it's actually better because i can see the bottom sometimes it
1: looks like it, the more you move it the more
2: it uh no if i touch it if i touch it right here i can make it do some weird shit this is where it's broken uh-huh. i can basically make it do whatever i want Did you just drop it or something? my guess is when i was on the boat uh-huh. i lost it on the front of the boat while we were. Boating, and then I found it up there on the front, and it was by the anchor, and the back broke on the anchor, and I'm assuming maybe it got cracked here. Then maybe it was like a minor crack, because then late, like two days later, it just fucking like shattered, and now it's all fucked. So I don't know. It just randomly broke. Well, now that we
0: have a bona fide conspiracy theorist on the pod, uh, (laughs) Tyler, do you think the Titanic sub was Days, or or
1: whoa where have you heard this i've never heard yeah, that's, this okay that's that's a little far-reaching i think so like do you guys know about the no there's no like, way full, the book that was written in 19 like 1908 or 1910 is it the titanic sank what? in what 1911
3: 1912
1: I think. yeah okay so maybe the book came out and I, there's a book that was written it's a fictional book like it's not it's just a story but it's about a boat that's unsinkable, and the boat's name is the Titan. And in the book, the boat hits a glacier, <laughs> and it sinks. And then the next year, the Titanic hit a glacier Yeah. It's supposed to be unsinkable, and it sank. So there's that, right? That was already a conspiracy that's already – like this guy had seen the future. He knew it was going to happen, or Who like knows. it's uh, somebody like – writing destiny like because he, he wrote about it it brought it into fruition well so then it'll happen when the sub goes down the sub is named the titan it's going to see the titanic and the sub blows up on the way down It didn't even make it that far it was but no i don't i don't think it was i don't think it was a setup it could have been it could have been like where somebody's like hey we need a uh, we need a news story to cover <clears throat> up because uh, was a whole bunch of stuff coming out about the president at that time and all the uh, yeah. uh, China stuff that, that all his back-end deals and all the money he was making illegally. um, So it's possible? I just don't I don't well, think so. Because if you talk to the people whose my, family members died, they'd be like, you're fucking insane. Well, you, yeah, like, but that's anybody. But, like if they even exist, but cause the, it's like these
2: billionaires, it's like, oh, we couldn't make a thing. story about billionaires dying. Um, But that's like- The two that,
0: that, that would lead me to, I'm not saying I believe it. That it is, but the two things that are in play for me is one is they're billionaires, and so like people want that money, like not not just like you or me, but like high up people want that money. And and two, it was suspiciously close to when they said that they ran out of oxygen or were going to be completely out of oxygen. It was suspiciously close to that when they found the debris. Yeah,
1: like they made. I don't think there's, they also, made? there's also a uh, <clears throat> Navy heard the explosion. The Navy heard it. The second it happened, they they came out and said we had heard the explosion, but they couldn't, they couldn't say like, yeah, we know it exploded because they had to find the debris before they could come out and say that. But the Navy had heard the sound underwater when it actually first imploded. And uh, so like that, that right there just tells me like either they were withholding information or it's true they couldn't they couldn't come out and say that because you're just going to send people into a panic like they have to make the attempt Confirm, they, have yeah. to like, they have to act they, like just they just have to act like just so close they made over. the announcement they made the announcement oh
0: well they are officially out of oxygen and then not that long later they're like oh hey we found this debris
1: yeah like
0: that's I don't think that that was suspicious. The they debris. didn't they couldn't find the debris two hours earlier you know true.
2: well it's, but. but they were also only had like three days to run out of oxygen, so it was like a, and then you're gonna uh, you can't find the debris instantly, and you might not ever find it. I just think that, that coincides. Yeah, but the
0: window there of running them making the announcement of running out of oxygen to finding the debris. But what is the insane. running out of oxygen?
2: I mean, just because they couldn't, you could have said, well, what is like their? <clears throat> they gave up the search, and then they found the debris, and that could have happened right at the same well, time. The way and that's this, a this stuff
0: usually works is. They, people are searching for a long time even above ground in rivers people search for shit for a long time and say oh yeah it's no longer a fucking we're yeah. trying to save it's no longer a rescue it's uh we're looking for a body mm-hmm. they didn't have any of that they weren't like well they're out of oxygen we're gonna keep looking and then a week later they say oh yeah we found the debris it was hey they ran out of oxygen oh look a debris field mm-hmm. like that that is very coincidental
1: and they had ninety-six hours of oxygen is what is what I remember. But the the guy who I looked up a lot on that company, that specific sub had made forty-seven trips down to the Titanic. It had it had made it down there numerous times. It had been down there so many times that the guy who died on it, one of those billionaires, had been on that sub like 38 times to go down there. Or it was like he had been on it like 37 times, and this was his 38th trip. They did not make it that far down. Like it was like 1600 uh, meters or something like that. I think is what they officially said that that's the depth that it imploded at, but the pressure alone, there's no bodies to be found. Like yeah. it's, it's going to be, I, I looked up, I was so curious uh, about the implosion, like to see what would happen at that depth. Yeah. It's got something Manny
2: like that. About that.
1: Yeah. He, it's like when the, when it imploded all of the like and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know anything. I'm not a fucking I'm not a like physicist. I don't I don't fucking know anything. I'm not a submersion specialist. You're I don't just gotta fucking know Scott anything. Scott Manley. Watch. Yeah, so what I watched. what I watched said that because of the, the pressure alone, when it imploded, all of the oxygen inside that sub, it instantly ignited. Like those guys essentially just turned to dust. Like they just boom, they're they're gone. Like they're just a plume of blood and, and uh like, pieces of human. Like, that's all they are anymore. They, it was, it was the best possible outcome other than them being found. Like, other than them surviving. Like survive. And if you wanted like to, was, like,
2: cover up something where it's, like, you didn't need bodies, like, if you just had an explosion down there, it's like, oh, sorry, there's no human remains left.
1: It's like, well, there might not have ever been
2: human remains down there, you know? Yeah, uh, and, and it's, uh,
1: I don't, I don't think, I don't, it could be a cover-up, man. There's so many crazy things going on, like, the there's that new movie that just came out, uh, "Sound of Freedom." Never heard of it. I've heard it's good. You, uh, it's, it's. I've heard it's really. It's, it's not a movie that you're gonna go to and leave feeling good. You're gonna leave that movie wanting to do something about the problems that it talks about. Nice. Because it's about child trafficking. Okay. And I've seen reports. Is this from the like, movie
0: that was made by Mel Gibson?
1: No, no. This is. Uh, his name's I. I can't, I can't, it's about Tim Ballard, who is the guy who like dedicated his life to, to stopping child trafficking. <clears throat> Tim Ballard is a, is a real person, but it's, it's not about him. It's about like the, the stuff that he is trying to stop. Like all of this, like the first 45 minutes is just videos of, of girls being like kids being taken off the streets. Like it's, it's just, it's gut wrenching. It's makes you uncomfortable. It, but I've seen, um, like, uh, news articles that talk about this uh, this movie as if it's, like, some conspiracy. Theory. Like, like, and to me, that's, that's absolutely that down. insane. Yeah, like, that's insane, man. Like, I've also seen, like, the, the quote that they have in the movie is, a drug dealer can sell a baggie of cocaine once. They can sell a child four to five times a day.
2: Well, that's what uh, I was just thinking. Is like the media is covering, like, downplaying it because I mean, probably the yeah, because they don't the, want people to believe it. Well, it's probably the highest value industry ever.
1: Yep, it's it is the and, and the USA is the number one consumer of of CP. Like they are the USA is the number one purchaser of said um children. Like it's disgusting. But so I've seen it where these people like are talking like oh yeah cuz to me if like if if the people who are who are doing that to be able to get away with something at that kind of a scale you have to be really high on the food chain you have to be really far up there with power and money to be able to to put something like that together there's no way like these people aren't just like low level criminals these are these are smart individuals that know what they're doing and they Well, it's to not. It's yet. not just. It's not even just. Maybe
0: America's the highest consumer, but every nation in the world is together on this. Like all the nation's elite are together on this. Like this is.
1: Yeah, dude, it's it's yeah. wild to me. There's a video of a guy who, um, Callison. Call. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Hey, Tyler, what was that? What was that movie called? A uh, Sound of Freedom. Hmm. And it's and it's uh, it's a Hollywood movie, like it's not like a documentary. It's a Hollywood movie, so it's it is like you know. I'm sure there's some things in there that are fictionalized. I'm sure there's some things that are exaggerated, but it's not like it's an actual issue that's going on in the world. And I've seen Washington Post, New York Post, that New York Times, like all those. They're downplaying it as if it's some kind of conspiracy theory. Because and I'm 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 gonna say this, but the person who is telling people to write those articles is probably involved. The people who are letting oh, yeah. those things go out, they're involved in somehow, Or they're just ignorant. Like, it's, it's and it could be a part of both. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just definitely a big ignorant yeah.
2: population, though, about, like, oh, it can't be that bad. Or, you know, like, they just yeah. don't want to put enough thought into it that's like, yeah, this shit happens all the time.
1: Well, yeah, because nobody, nobody wants to think about that kind of stuff. Like, nobody wants to admit that we're not doing everything we can to help our, our world's children.
2: Yeah, we're doing so much better than we used to be, and, like, uh, progress just keeps going, but it's also because, like, no one wants to have uncomfortable thoughts. Well, there's another theory,
1: too, that uh, the only reason that we've made as much progress as we have is because slavery is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah, I've heard that. Yep, slavery is at the highest it has ever been at any point in the world, simply because there's a lot more people than there used to be, but it's because, like, we've progressed so far— and they can only get this this progression that these types of workers and stuff that because they get all these children to do it for free. And uh, like I was I was talking to my mom today about it because she went and saw the movie and I asked her, I was like, is it something like should I go see it? Because I've been debating on it because I want to see it, but I don't like is it like is it as good as what people say? Like, is it uh, worth the message? Like, should I go do see this or is it like, you know, is everybody just kind of full? of it my mom was like, Tyler, you absolutely need to see it. She's like, I think everybody should see. it. And and I agree with her because that's it's like in in 2020 when all that stuff started coming out about all these pedophile rings that were um, existing inside the world, like it's it is something that we should all be aware of and we should look for the signs that that help these kids. And like there's like my dad was like I he's like I wish like right now he's like when he left the movie theater he was like I want to go quit my job and dedicate the rest of my life to helping people with this problem because it and that's how it I mean everybody should feel that way. You should, well, there's it's amazing that I've head.
2: never even heard of it. You know, it's like, that's a fucking red flag, too. Uh, dude, I see it all over Twitter.
1: I see it, like, Dana White. I funny, I funny. dude, it's been getting blown up on our I've only had a, a couple Dana,
2: days without memes, so I'm lost.
1: Yeah. Dana White. Uh, God dang it, my my Discord keeps. I actually
2: could, my phone would yeah. work fine if it wasn't for, like, seeing memes and, like, full pictures of things. Um, Yeah. yeah. I figured I can screenshot the meme and then look in my photos and then I can make it smaller and look at it, but pain in the ass to do that.
1: I mean, yeah, that's that's not worth it. Um, but no, it's it's anybody who would try to downplay a problem like that, an issue like that, to me, you're you're ignorant to think that like it, the the most evil thing you can think of, somebody else has thought of it and they're doing it.
2: Well, the that's like, what I, I just, know. it's like everyone's got to be like. Everyone's got to be happy and content and not have any like bad thoughts ever. It's like, because you can, it's like, you don't have to grow as a person. You don't have to learn about the world. It's like, you can just sit in your house and be comfortable all day if you want. And your parents have money.
0: I mean, because, because I'm not, uh, an elite. I, I, I just don't get kids, man. I don't get it. Like I, how like kids, dude. Yeah. Kids are the most innocent thing like in the world like they don't ask to be put on this planet and just deserve to like have a chance to live make the world their own and ah, that just fucks me up dude
1: dude it does and like I I asked my mom I asked her I'm like did you cry during this movie because I've heard that a lot of people like the entire theater was crying for the first 45 minutes of the movie it'd be interesting to see if like like,
2: it's got to do good like theater wise if like there's certain theaters that don't play it like if there's how well it does in theaters you know um because they should if everyone keeps watching it and keeps liking it they should be in theaters for like two three weeks like avengers like or if it's just going to be a weekend thing and never seeing it again you know i want this thing to be in theaters for like four weeks
1: it also came out in the middle of the week so it wasn't uh it wasn't released on a normal friday like most movies are like thursday night at midnight fridays it came out on july 4th so that way people like so it has all that time but the the company their angel studios is who makes the movie and they were saying that they can't they don't have a lot of money to uh to like market the movie they can't promote the movie in the ways that they would want to and so they uh they ask people to like spread it by word of mouth that's like the only way they were able to promote it. Twitter was one way that they were able to promote it. That's the only reason I heard about it. But uh no, I've been I've been planning on going to see it because it's it's sickening. The world we live in and the things that are going on Dude. right now on our planet is just now, absolutely insane.
0: Now, I have a uh a fucking question for you. So say enough people wake up to this and band together and somehow do start bringing this shit down. But doing that you find out that it causes the collapse of, like, every first world nation because it's so deep. And so then the people, like, in these nations that right now are prospering but making a living off of this sort of shit, because that's going away, like, the people then are living in, fucking, by Tyler, are living in, like, worse than third world. Yeah, Or than, like, third world scenario, or, you know, like,
2: yeah, like, areas,
0: whatever. Styles, I mean, whatever.
2: It's all about your personality. I feel like most young people are kind of over the material possessions and kind of wanting to just be human, but like, for me, I'd love to live on a farm and just subsistence live and make my own way for my family, so third world sounds good to me, but uh, that'd be rough, because, I mean, it's hard, it's easy to say if I fucking got all this nice shit, but, I don't know, man. I would take it, but.
1: I'm just saying, like, if the, if if the economies collapse, because people decided that they're gonna actually do something about this, like, everybody, not, not just, like, a few people, like, everybody's like, no, yeah. no, 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 like, there's a, a giant group of people that are going to push out, but th- here's the problem that I'm seeing, that if, say, there is, like a, a large number of people that are like, yep, we're dedicating our lives to this. We're going to go solve this problem. All of the people that are purchasing that are doing like this stuff are going to be, it's, it's a war like, and yeah. it's not just like a war between good and evil. It's, it's going to be, that's going to start like world war three because there's, there's gotta be so many people that are involved. But I also think there's a lot of ignorant people that are involved that don't know what they're doing. Like there's a guy in that movie That said the only reason like that he found out about it, the only reason he believed it was a thing because he was down in like a, you know, third world country or he's like, you know, in a country where they're sold like Indonesia, you know, stuff like that. India, uh, they, that's where it's like prevalent. That's where all those kids get taken from. And he goes down there and he, he went out, found a prostitute Mm -hmm. and bought her, took her back to his hotel and they did the deed. And then he was talking to her. And he's like, I, it's, I, when I looked at her and she looked at me, I didn't, she didn't see me. I saw through her, like, I saw her soul. He's like, and I could see the sadness that was inside. And he's like, and at that, he's like, and she wasn't 25 like I thought. She was 14. And he immediately knew, he was like, I, and I didn't know it going into it, but I am the cause of this girl's suffering. I am the problem. And so that he immediately dedicated his life to, purchasing, these, like to going out and buying children and then just setting them free. Like he was just like, he, they get to the room, he goes through the whole steps, gets them in the room, the hotel room. And then he's like, immediately like, okay, let's go. Like I'm taking you to the authorities. I know that this is a problem. And obviously like if, if they might try to fight against it, but if they're a child, like you, you don't let them fight against that. Like they're only fighting against it because they think that they're going to die. It's the only thing that they know. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to, you've got to set them free and that's one of the guys in that movie that's why how who this is about
2: you were saying how two things like well if we take out if somehow we take out part of this industry or all of it hopefully but and like it collapses all the first world government or first world world economies it's like yeah you can say that but like also it's like the people like the normal people working are the economy it's not like this is like a big part of our economy it's like yeah it might be like for the elites to spend their billions on but it's like we're still having no food no no being i'm not made. saying that part of it I'm, I'm saying i'm not okay so the structure all destroys is that what you're saying like the government's well like, i'm okay
0: so i'm not saying that the the you and me are buying kids i'm saying the people who own walmart mcdonald's no, I, amazon like they're buying kids they shit lo- they lose all of their money as a result of this stuff and literally the world the as america as we know it that being able to go to a pump and pantry... well i mean i doubt that pump and pantry the people pump but pantry still, yeah, them, but still yeah all the big you know businesses
2: I mean. are gone is what you're saying the name yeah.
1: is pump and pantries
2: so. and what i'm saying is like okay walmart's gone everything's gone it'll we're going to halt for like a few weeks or a month but once like people are still going to want to make food yeah. and people are still going to want to trade goods. there's a lot of people
0: like, a lot of people who don't know how to make their own food. And there's not enough people who make their own food to cover everybody who goes to Walmart to get their food.
1: I know, but I just feel
2: like it would bounce back relatively okay.
1: So, it's not so much that, like, uh, prostitution is the issue. Right? It is. It's obviously a problem. But that's probably the, the worst side of it. But it's not so much that. It's, it's, uh, they, they put these children into slavery. These kids are born to do jobs that nobody will do or are too expensive to pay somebody to do. And so they get the children to perform them, which would be like farming, like harvesting, things like that. So, yeah, yeah if, if you stop this industry, you essentially will cut the world's food supply in half because there's like this is like, like chocolate, number one. So a lot of uh, companies – Use like so. Hershey had to make a statement a few years back about then like we will never use child slavery to uh, get harvest our chocolate because it's ninety percent like the world's biggest producers in chocolate are all using children to to harvest it. Like that's that is a that's a like a fact. Like that's the chocolate industry is one of the worst because it's in order to keep their prices down to a two dollar candy bar. They they do that so that way they can continue to make all those profits. If they no longer can use the children's slavery to be able to produce their chocolate, your chocolate bars become six dollars a bar. Or they make like a less, or they price.
2: make a few million dollars less a year.
1: You would hope so. You'd hope that that's what they would suffice with, but no. And that's that's the problem. Like it's okay. all, those are the things that like that. So um, what about this? If you stop the industry, would would create?
2: So we stop the industry. The only way to maybe stop the industry is like mass surveillance so then you have that problem too but i would probably rather have mass surveillance because it's like these first world countries with all the cameras it's harder to steal the kids they go to the third world countries um i wonder if that's the solution that's not true dude i know that
0: shit happens in america all the time so in grand island at north walmart somebody got caught trying to take a kid out of a shopping cart and then and then um, somewhere, not in Grand Island, I don't know where this happened at, Jordan was telling me about it, this um, mom went to a gas station with her two kids, one was uh, like not old, like older, like 10 or something, the younger one was like 3 or 5, or so, 5 probably, and uh, was a little girl, and she was pumping gas and told the two to go in and get like a drink or whatever. And then um, the... Older one comes out, and the mom's like, hey, where's your sister at? And she's like, I don't know, and they're still... So she they go back in, and then they're looking around, and she can't find her younger daughter. And so she's, like, hollering her name and everything, can't hear her. Then she goes into the bathroom, and she hears, like, like muffling. Like, oh, you know? And so she, like, gets the door open in the stall, and in the time that she was in there, a lady took her daughter into the stall in the bathroom, shaved her head, and put her in boys' clothes.
1: That's – oh, my God. Dude. That's Yeah, and, yeah, and that's – did you know that they, they stopped a, a a large, like, ring that was in Nebraska? Like, it was – there was yeah. 13 people in Nebraska that got arrested all the way from, yeah. like, Shadrin all the way over to Omaha. Like, they – there yeah. was 13 people I-8, that were all in a line I-8 that they used really to – I-80 is really bad. I-80 is the biggest – Stretch of interstate that they use that they use to transport these chil- these children and just
0: because it goes completely cross
1: country. Yep. Well, it's, what about like it's a real issue, like for sure.
2: I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn.
1: It's insane, man. Like it's and it's it's not like people would say, well, that's not happening in my hometown. That's not happening. It is. You just are unaware of. Oh, that.
2: that's what I was gonna say. So like, it's fucked up. Cause my first thought is like, okay, so there's these like crackheads or like people that are just kind of whacked out on drugs and they know that this is a potential source of income and they don't have the morals to not do it and they're like well i need my crack and there's a kid that i can steal you know i've never done this before but now i'm stealing a kid and then i now I gotta figure out where to put them and so it's like these like low income people that don't their morals are fucked up because they're on drugs so much um I mean that's part of it. That, that's like the bottom tier of like people that like don't really know what they're doing, but it's like fueling the industry. I mean that's probably well, a, dude, very small part. Kids.
0: Of it. Yeah, the people who take kids generally they know what the fuck they're doing. Like right. they are good at what they do.
1: I was gonna say so like imagine and then here's part. it gets even yeah. worse, man. Because imagine when your kid your kid gets stolen. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna describe some really fucked up shit here, but like your kid is you send them into the gas station and they get taken right your your little girl gets her head shaved put into it put into boys clothes thrown into the back of a van and the guy who's driving the van is experienced so when he's selling these kids he's selling them for a higher dollar so he's got more money to make sure and ensure that he gets away with it the crackheads are obviously the ones that always get caught but they're just looking for a way to make a quick buck and the ones who aren't are like they're they're you know, the kid gets taken, thrown into the back of the van, kid gets prostituted or born into slavery, like, you know, thrown into this slavery. They're, they're in the, the chocolate fields, harvesting chocolate, and the kid uh, automatically, like, you know, breaks their arm or refuses to do it. And then and they go, OK, well, if you're going to refuse to do the work that I that I gave you, we're just going to cut you open and sell your organ because the organ market is also a huge, huge like trade on the black market. Like, and that's, that's what happens. Like, it's not, I don't think it's conspiracy. I don't think it's something that, uh, is like if people are aware of, I think it's just, um, it's what people, anybody will do anything like anybody who's in a, in a, in a rock bottom state will do whatever they can to make the as much money as they can, as fast as they can, especially drug addicts, especially people who are in debt, like gamblers, people who like lose all their money and they're forced it's It's that kind of stuff because these are top dollar like imagine imagine like a kilo of cocaine is what like twenty thousand dollars i can't I don't even want to think about what what they sell exactly for. it's like but so that's
2: part of it, but I think I agree that it's probably the more the professionals that are the bigger issue, but it's yeah. this is just like the bottom end supplying the people' it is um, insane. like having- we. we
1: we live so, in a fucked up world. Wait a minute. so Man.
2: And the problem is, is like people like me and um, my sister-in-law, I mean, she's got two kids. She knows how the world works, but it's just, you never think it's going to happen to you. You live in a small town in North Dakota and, uh, I mean, she's the one with the kids, so I'm sure it's more on her mind, but um, I'm just thinking, it's like, oh, you know, let the kids wander off. Not really too worried about it, but when 4th of July on Saturday, we're in like a, camper camping with a bunch of rvs and these two little boys like one of them is just like oh i want to go party with them they have toys and cake and stuff it's like dude no like they're trying to have they're not trying to watch you like it's hard to explain to this five-year-old that he can't party with everybody and like eat all their cake and stuff is he just wants to yeah because we're doing nothing to entertain him and they're having fun over there so it's like um yeah but so he's constantly doing that. And then he's wandering off and going to these parties. Cause he's super like social. He'll just walk up and introduce himself and start eating their cake. And, uh, there was one time, I mean, he just walked into somebody's camper. Like we didn't know where he went he walked into somebody's camper. Somebody said that they're like, I think he walked over into that camper. And we're just like, went to that camper. He's not there. We walk. walk. It was like at the point we're all freaking out. Like his mom's freaking out. It took like five minutes to find him. He was in somebody's camper. Like, and he's yeah. a,
1: and it only took 10 he's a good-looking to little away. black
2: boy with curly hair, man. He's going to get stolen of these days. Oh, my God. <laughs> no,
1: so um, one more thing, though. This is a, this is a real event that uh, happened. Like, this actually happened. I think the woman's in prison right now for it. Or, I, God, I fucking hope so. But um, when that earthquake happened in Haiti, right, lots of people died. So there was a ton of orphans oh,
2: fuck, yeah. that
1: came from it. And there was a woman rescuers. from the USA. Yeah, she was from the USA. She applied to be able to go and save kids and bring them into the foster care system, into orphanages here in the USA to get them families, all that kind of stuff. She was denied access. She was – the government was like, nope, we're going to take care of it. We don't need you doing it. She showed up anyway and That's... collected children. She collected like – I think it was like 36 children that she was caught with. Crossing the border with no documentation, like nothing, and she was like, "Well, I have blah blah blah," and like, and dude, some of the the political figures came out and defended that woman, and because they're probably involved, because they were probably bound to make a million dollars off each one of those children, and that that's that actually happened, like that's not a conspiracy theory. You can watch videos on YouTube and of interviews with that woman and in video of her with those kids at the border like it's it's insane what goes on behind people's backs behind closed well now doors. so it's
2: like what do you want it's like she could be just a good samaritan trying to save these kids from the corrupt government and all these organizations it's like or do you want the government to stop this lady which you obviously want people to have documentation and all that a tra- trail trail of tears or whatever and yep.
0: uh yeah, at that point she was literally just a fucking lady with a bunch of kids that didn't know her, that she was had no way shape or form had any business having.
2: Yep. But we live in such like, a world where it's like, okay, well then the government comes in and does their job and then who knows what happens to those kids.
1: Okay, I got a question for you guys. Um because I know we really? we all we all grew up in a in a different town in our younger years, right? Like we we met in high school and we all like we at that point we were kind of aware and we were able to like for the most part defend ourselves. You know what I mean? When you yep. guys were growing up, cause I used to in, 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 uh, Lynch, I used to go to the library to get onto a computer because the computer at home, like we had internet, but it wasn't, you know, like my, I, I, it wasn't something I used all the time. Cause we, I had brothers and sisters that wanted to be on it. Mom wanted to be on it. Dad wanted to be on it. They needed the telephone. So I would go to the library, the public library in Lynch with my friends. Cause they had two computers in the back and we would go in there and we would play games. Did you guys ever go into chat rooms? Not a whole lot. So I did. I was one of those kids, like, and this is—I'm going to admit to something here—that <laughs> uh, that my mom did, doesn't know about. So hopefully she doesn't listen to this. Um, so I went into a—I got—I got grounded for going into a chat room once because I told my mom about it. Like after I had been doing it for a while at this point, I had met a kid. Um, his name his name name—we'll—we'll we'll say his name was Adam, and Adam. Uh, brought me into the library. He showed me this chat room that was just people all over the world. And I entered it. I talked to a bunch of different people, like got into conversations. And eventually I, I found this email address that I thought was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no, no shit, dude. I'm not kidding. I 100% for the longest time thought that I was at messaging on MSN Messenger. AOL Messenger he could have with been. Miley Cyrus. I, I could have been. So I, I tried a million different ways to get proof that that's who who it was. But I remember staying up, talking to this person on MSN Messenger at, uh. at Cody's house for nights. I mean, till three in the morning. I turned on a goddamn webcam of myself that they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't reciprocate it. They would never turn it on. They were like, yeah, my webcam's broken. I don't have one. Like I talked to this person for months. I mean, months, man. Like it was, uh, we had real conversations. I shared so much info with a stranger on the internet. And back then there wasn't as much stuff on, like the internet was still in its infancy. Like it was still growing. Imagine the kids today that get on there and do that. Imagine how easy it is to detect where somebody's at. This person knew so much about me. Here's what, here's what I did. I asked, um, I asked what we'll call her Miley. I asked Miley. I was like, I need proof that you are who you say you are. Like, I really want to get to know you. I really want to talk to you. And I just, like, I was talking to Miley as if she was a, just a normal person rather than a movie star or a TV show star or a singer. And I would talking to him and I did the webcam thing. They never turned it on. And eventually I stopped because I said, okay, the next time you're out in a, um, like a photo shoot or a press release, you need to put up the rock on sign and stick your tongue out. Right. That was like, I looked on Google. I Googled Miley Cyrus pictures with rock on fist. I Googled everything I could. That photo did not exist. Right. And I talked into Miley Cyrus on, on MSN messenger. And I told her to do that. And it wasn't three weeks later. I, I found a picture of Miley Cyrus on Google doing this with her tongue out. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually talking to Miley Cyrus. And I, I swear to – like, I was convinced. So I kept talking to that person. And then the night that I turned on the webcam and she wouldn't turn it on to reciprocate, I knew immediately I was like – it fucking terrified me. I was like, oh, my God. Because my mom had already grounded me in the past about talking to strangers on the internet. And I was just like, oh, my – like, I was terrified. This is what talking like, about. I'm, yeah, this is what my mom was trying to warn me about. This person knows where I live, knows like my phone number, knows uh, like like my home phone number. Knows, uh, can I mean, based off that information alone, they can probably find my address through a phone book. And dude, I I'll never forget that. Like that's it was a an eye opening moment for me because imagine children today, eight year olds that have cell phones that connect to the internet that are like. I've seen and heard stories of these uh, – these ch- these children on these websites that sell themselves or sell photos of themselves to these pedophiles, yeah. these pedos on the internet, and it's literal children. Like they're doing it because their family life is non-existent, or they don't have any money, and they want to find a way to make it because they want to get some cool toys, and they find out that they can do that on the internet, so they do it. Like it's – it's more of a problem today than it was when we were kids, and I have a personal experience with talking to a stranger on the internet that could have tried to kidnap me and, and throw me into that kind of shit. Like, I I did that. Like, that was, that's not a joke. I hoped to God that it was Miley Cyrus.
0: Just <laughs> say, hey, Sherry, just in case you do listen to this, uh, I hope at this point you don't have any more questions about which one of our friend group was the bad influence. Right? I, what are you talking about?
1: I was, I was, I was not the bad because i i don't know i was the only one talking to that that uh stranger i mean my friend my friends were like you know oh you like oh you're really talking to her and i was like dude i swear to god like she's real like look at this picture i told her to do that she did it and and now i have the photo that's the proof i was convinced man i talked to i talked to a, a stranger for months yeah and- i was gonna
2: say they put in a lot of work to that they really wanted you yeah, if if, uh, if Miley Cyrus to, to do all the legwork for him. If, what if, ever, what if this,
3: like, just
2: there's an interview.
0: I'm... What if there's an interview out there somewhere of Miley? She's just like, yeah, you know, I back in the day, I really hit it off online with this guy, and I never got the chance to actually meet him. But we sh- we he talked to me like I wasn't a celebrity, and I'll never forget that. Dude, we shared something,
1: dude. If his address was. <laughs> Like if, 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 if that, if let's just say on some random chance that I had somehow gotten Miley Cyrus's email address and we were chatting on MSN messenger every night for months. Like if that's real, all I want to do is just like, if she, if she told me that, like if she comes out and she's like, yeah, actually I remember, uh, I think my name was super stoner <laughs> 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 or it was, it was, uh, there was so many stupid names I had on there, but like if she, uh, she comes out and she's like, yep. I wonder maybe it was another kid who's just trying to play off as that. And it was just me and another child that were just like two children talking back and forth, thinking that the other one's a stranger trying to kidnap them. But dude, I turned on that webcam. That was the freakiest thing. Like when I turned that on and they wouldn't reciprocate it, that was at that moment, that was when I was like, okay, like, this is, this is bad. Like, this is not a good thing anymore. Like, this is not real. This is, but I was convinced and imagine all the kids that get duped by catfishes and then uh, dude, it's just, it's insane. I, I, I yeah. did that. I did that a hundred percent. I have a personal experience with it and I know it's possible. And that was in, that was in like 2000 and oh,
2: now, now, yeah, you have, now, it's... now we have AI generated hot girls that anyone can play in voice. Hell yeah. And it's e- it's
0: easier than ever to fucking like communicate with people via the internet.
2: Yeah, dude. There's plenty of safeguards put in place, but you know, who runs all the safeguards?
1: Nothing's perfect. But I know, I dude, like I, I hope to God, like I hope to God that it was actually Miley Cyrus, because then I can say, you know what? I've had a conversation. Her and I. We were friends. Like, we were actually, like, we talked. Like, we were we were friends. So, it and... sounds like you need to
2: meet her in public, or not in public, but go to one of her concerts, meet her after the show, and buy the MVP ticket, and just ask her some questions, man. You could be, like, yeah. this could be the best thing you've ever done in your life.
1: Imagine how
2: Super stoner. Remember? <laughs>
1: that was <it>. uh, And <laughs> I said messenger, we was talking, you and I. You were supposed to do the thing. Uh, yeah, you you, you, you did the thing. Uh, <laughs> no. Man, uh, God I, damn it.
3: it dude, uh, that would
1: be like that would be like a dream come true if it actually happened because then I would know that like all of the stuff that all the kids that told me that I wasn't actually talking to her because of course I was telling people about it like I was yeah. like, dude, talking. Oh, with Christ, like, yeah, like no, like I'm saying even then like in in third grade or whatever whatever I was in second grade third grade i was like yeah like i t- i was i'm talking to miley cyrus we have we we met msn messenger i'm like that kid that was like uh no wonder i got picked on and beat up would you
2: uh, <laughs> would you go through your third grade yearbook and look up everybody and have to message them all and be like okay mariah yeah, I, like, I
1: was telling the truth here's the, here's the interview where she says that she was talking to me watch
0: <laughs> okay so now now tyler now we can fucking chit chat a little bit so um so, are you like feeling good now that you quit your job?
1: Ooh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Real talk. I, I, it's definitely, it definitely needed to happen, man. Like, spectrum. Oops. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't yeah, work don't, for him anymore. I yeah, I don't give a shit. I just not like I signed a fucking disclosure agreement or whatever. So, uh, like, it's, it feels nice because you, you know how long I've been fucking talking about quitting that place. Like it was almost a, like a weekly occurrence. And I was like, man, I fucking hate this place. I want to quit. Yep. Like it, it was so often that that came out of my mouth that after, like when I, when it first happened, of course, like I was in a, I was in a dark place, but uh, now that it's been a couple of days um, I I feel better about it. Cause I can actually put time towards things that I feel like I, I have more energy for. I have uh like, I'm going to take the time. I've got a little bit of money saved up so I can, I can pay my rent. I only have to get $600 of my side of the rent to be able to pay for it. And I've got money. Like, I have enough money that I can pay for rent for the rest of the year. Like, we're set. I'm not, I'm not going to waste. I'm not just going to use that money for that. Like, obviously, I'm going to get a, another job. But I've got plans to, like, and we won't discuss those plans. We'll discuss those plans privately but between, between us three. Like, you know, uh, not on recording, not on the record. And uh, we're gonna see if I can if I can get something to go of it because I I I, I the D and D thing I I I love being able to put like ideas better like together don't, because don't I'm not I'm not thinking kids. about my job. Don't what steal you kids. Yeah, and I'm not gonna steal kids. Like that's not a that's not in the cards. And so, uh, but I know that. Uh, Like there's, there's a million other ways to make money. I've, I've looked at like a bunch of remote jobs that I could do from home and it's, I I have ways to set up, but I I just want to, I want to put my energy into something else for a little bit, like, like this, or, um, I want to put energy into like the podcast. I want to put energy into, um, making a campaign that we can play, that we can record, put onto like a Patreon. Like, I don't know if that's what we'll end up doing. If we'll just post everything for free on Apple music, but if, if it, uh, if it ends up going or like on Spotify if it ends up getting to a point to where people like the the d and d campaign, I could put way more energy into it because like if we if we you said that there's I, I've never looked at the analytics for the podcast um so I don't know how many listen listeners you guys get but Scott was telling me today that it's something like two hundred, which is insane to me like that's that's crazy that people want I can to listen tell you right to, now like that, that it's crazy that people don't oh, man is to, our, that's a country we like now. Country? And, yeah, but, now, there. but now, but now that like, I'm not doing it, like you guys said, like we need to get our schedule straight. Like right now I'm, I'm free to do whatever. There were so many nights where I got home because I spent all day, it was all day, every day, having the same conversations over and over and over, like just like seven times a day, I was going in and having the exact same conversations with people and they, and I could be in their house for up to three hours, four hours. It was exhausting. Like you walk into somebody's house and they and they're an insane person like they're they're crazy and i have to be in there to fix their shit or go over what their problems are you all have you have no idea how many times i was in in uh like an old an old woman's house and i'm teaching them how to run their remote i'm like okay this button turns it on this one turns it off and then they wait which one turns it on that one turns it on that one turns it off okay 10 minutes go by so wait, how do I do this again? And it's, and it's just consistent. I was drained all the time. Well, I got like, and I know that there's people that don't have conversations like I had with people, but I just felt like it was part of my job to be able to converse and, and be like a, a like somebody that this is as helpful as possible. And so I always did and went out of my way to help people with things. Like I'd show up, and they would need a bookshelf move to be able to get to a, an outlet that I needed to get to. And so they're too old to do it by themselves. I can't tell them, sorry, you're shit out of luck because that's not how I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just like, okay, give me a second. I'm going to take, like, I'm going to move your bookshelf and I'm going to set all this up. And then I put it back. And it, and I always made sure it was back exactly the way I left it. Like, it it was exhausting. It was seriously exhausting. And it and it never helped when you get to the your last house of the night, you're already an hour and a half past or like a, a half hour past the time you're supposed to get off. So now you're guaranteed going to be two hours to three hours of overtime and you get there and that person is just pissed at you. They're just so angry. You're getting yelled at. You're getting called every name in the book. Like, uh, whoever's listening to this, I like, uh, if you guys have an internet technician come to your house, like, trust me, their job sucks, man. Like their job is not, is it's not everything you think it is. And it can be good. It can be fun. It can be the greatest. It can be the most fulfilling thing you can do. But at the same time, it's going to drain you. Like, I'd get home, and I don't even want to talk to my wife. Like, we'd get home, and I'd just be like, hey, like, can we just not speak for, like, the next three hours? Because I don't want to talk. Like, I just want to sit in a chair, and I want to watch a, a mindless video on YouTube and then and be done. Like, Dude, I don't want to do anything. This is,
2: like, whenever I get all, uh, overwhelmed with my job, it's like, I wish I just had, like, one extra day. Like, you know, because it's like they push you. To make as much money as you can in that one day, it's like if you just had two less appointments that day, that job would be sustainable. And like my job, it's like they're trying to get me to do three a week. It's like I can barely do two a week. Like if I could just do one and a half a week, this would be the. I mean, I would make enough money. I would be not stressed. I could do this for the rest of my life. But doing two to three a week, it's like burns you out and makes you freak out sometimes. It's like,
0: yeah, fuck that. I I I was. I had that with. I had that with my old job, but I can't. I fucking can't complain about my job I have now, dude. It's eight to five. That's it. Like I, I don't, I don't really have any complaints about. Yeah, you get my like your paycheck.
2: You know what you're doing. You know what you're getting. It's like I do too. But it's I like... know
0: I can plan things because I know no matter what, every Saturday and Sunday I have off. I know no matter what, I'll stay late and help the driver load his truck because I don't think anybody should have to fucking do that by themselves. But that's still at the longest it's ever been like an hour and a half past time. And that's rare. It's usually like 20 minutes or 30 minutes past time. I'm supposed to leave. But other than that, you know, like between five and six, I'm getting off and going home. Like it's no, yeah. that I, my job, I mean, I took a pay cut for it. Exactly. Compared to my shittier job,
1: but, but I've already worked
0: in a year and a couple months. I've worked my way back up to, I'm only making a dollar less now than I did with an hour than I did at my old job. So like and the stress load is way less. Like way less. You're talking about so, like you were job working compared
2: to guy. his job. Yeah. Wow nice. You were working
1: for a guy that, that uh
2: You're killing yourself like, dude, I, the couldn't,
1: I was I was like, man, dude, I like respect to you for even sticking that one out as long as you did because that guy, like no offense, was an asshole. Like I got, <laughs> every day you told me about it, I was just like, that sucks. Like I would never do that. And and it's not so much like I had a set schedule. My schedule was was not terrible. You know, I did the four days, four days a week, but it wasn't, I never worked just 40 hours. Like my, my light weeks were always like 90 hour weeks, like, cause I was putting in guaranteed an hour of overtime every night. Like it wasn't like in, in recently it was starting to get better, but at the same time, like I, like my raises, I supposed to get so many raises in the year like i got my yearly raise none of those ever mattered because every time that that would come around they would be like oh we're gonna raise the the starting wage and so if you've worked here you know you're gonna either make x amount of dollars or you're gonna if you're not up to the starting wage that it's gonna be you'll just go up to that so i started at like 15 and then they bumped the starting wage to 20 so all my raises in the first two years didn't do anything because i was just at 20 so the guys that started two days ago versus me who's been there for three years, we were making the same amount. Yeah,
2: that's and, when you gotta go to meet- bat for yourself because they're not gonna well, do
1: so We went to like their, they had like employee meetings where you gotta sit down with all the guys that, that discuss that with you. And the first time it got brought up, they were just like, we're not gonna talk about that. We don't talk about wages here. And I'm like, that's, that is a red fucking flag. It's because you guys have new people that you're paying more than the guys that have mm-hmm. been working for you for four or five years. And they're trying so hard to keep that under the rug so that way nobody knows about it. Yeah. And and everybody, we all knew about it. It was just I like I don't feel bad so much as that I that I left the job. I just I needed a change. I needed something different. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm in a better spot now than I was ever in the last two and a half years. Like Dude, I just I am.
0: That's that's exactly uh, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about because I, like, I so stress came on a little more about financially now because I'm making a little less money, but like the stress about my job, like I don't wake up and just like go to work and be like, fuck, you know, I'm like, fuck. Cause I'm still alive, but I get mm. up and I go to work and I don't hate my job. Like I, you know, you get up and you go and you like. For me, I get up and I just go and do my job, and sometimes sometimes it sucks because the days are slow, or sometimes it sucks because you got to do, like, a certain thing that you don't really want to do. But it's not like – I can never just say the job sucks, but my old job, I, my knees and my back would fucking hurt all the time, so I never wanted to fucking do anything. I would – I drank way more, and I think a lot of that was just, like, coping yeah. because I fucking hated my job so much and and then and it wasn't always like that it got to the point where i fucking just like i'd wake up and be like fuck i don't want to go install flooring today yeah like i don't want to do that and but now my body feels better but i would get off work and i'd go home and then i'd be like same as you tyler i'd be like i don't jordan would be like hey let's fucking go out and eat or like let's shower and you know go out somewhere and eat i'd be like i don't want to fucking do that I want to yeah. drink a beer and sit on the couch in the air conditioning and not fucking deal with anything ever until I have to go back to fucking work tomorrow. Like that.
1: my knees, so, like, obviously, being a technician like that, like, I, your knees were obviously way more fucked than mine in your job because you're always on your knees. Mine was so much, like, I was kneeling, like, kneeling on, like, squatting. Like, just you just squatted down the whole time. And if you're not squatting, you're, you're sitting on your knees, and you're in, like, rock gardens, and you're in, like, uneven ground, and you're just squatted down, and everything's so low to the ground. And then I'm carrying a ladder through three feet of snow. Like, and that was an everyday thing that I just – dude, my knees, st- my knees hurt still today. Like, I, I go to bed at night, and I can't lay with my knees together because they hurt so fucking bad. I have to lay flat on my back and my arms have to be straight, like because of my, my elbows and my, my, you know, the nerve damage and stuff. Like that's part of it. But like, dude, my knees, I knew immediately. I was like, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm going to have a knee surgery. I'm going to have knee replacements before I'm four. And it was because of that. And, and my job, they don't give a shit about anybody, man. They don't care about any of their employees. They say they do and they, and the paperwork says they do. But in retrospect, the people I worked with in this city were great. Everybody that I had here, like, I love those guys. I love my coworkers. I love my supervisors and stuff. They were all great. It was the fact that the company, the corporate entity, does not give a nope. shit about anybody.
2: Dude, I, always corporate. I had this it's great fucking company I'm working for, and they just got bought out like a year ago or something. And I'm doing the same thing. It's like, they don't i was getting stressed out to the point of breaking and was like my supervisor the local people that have been here forever who said i could take my van to the bars um they said he's like yeah we got you dude it's fine but like corporate who was talking to my other manager is just like reaming your ass for not getting the production up and it's like dude you want me to be here for like a year or not like uh corporate sucks dude my fucking i like my job's okay at times and i love it because it's like i kind of do whatever i want but it's getting fucking i'm getting over it just because of the corporate shit
1: yeah i'm, I'm done with it like, I oh, and, hate, dude i and then there's
2: another i have a a group snap that i'm in from like doan and one of the guys lives in lincoln i think and uh or omaha i don't know And he might work for Spectrum. If not, he works for another internet. He does like exactly the same thing you does. Well, I want to say he's always up in Attics. Maybe he doesn't do the same thing as you do, but he's always up in Attics and he works for an internet provider company. He's a technician at some point. But anyway, he, every single week, there's probably like three or four snaps in that group chat where it, he, the only thing he does is bitch about his job, like yeah, dude. And it's always like a funny thing, weird. but he's always has like a weird filter on his face to make himself look funny. But he's just like, when you do this and this, and it's always just bitching about his job. And it's been for like a year and a half. I've gotten hundreds and hundreds of these, and people in the group have been multiple times like, dude, fucking quit. Like
1: the the group yeah. chat is basically just
2: hunky bitching.
1: <laughs> well, I can tell you this, uh, like. Another one of the main reasons that I I left. One of the main reasons is because so I was trying to move out, like move up in the company, right? I was trying to get out of being the field technician and moving into a different area. Like trying to become, you know, get better pay, move up, like do all the shit that they want you to do, all the progression work. And I was working with a group of guys. We all applied and three of them got hired. And there was probably there's probably like six of us total. Three of them got hired, the other three didn't and they we were all the same level we were all the same like technician progression whatever and i applied again when they had openings and they come out and told me well actually you need to be at this point for us to hire you i'm like okay so i started doing it to get to that point i got there and then the next thing was like actually it was like two months three months four months later they were just like actually we're gonna raise it again so now the bar is up here it used to be here now it's up here and that's how you have to get. But once you get there, you have to wait six months before you can apply again. So it was putting, I was out, like, oh. I was I, I, I was applying, could have been hired. Three guys did, us, we didn't. Now from, the, it was like, okay, now you're going to have to wait six months before you can even apply again. Okay, that's fine. I'll do it. You go through it. And then uh, we got there to that point, And then they're like, actually, you're going to have to wait another year before you're going to be able to apply again. And I was like, man, like, fuck this. You're you like, and it's because nobody's applying for that lower end position. Nobody's applying for it. It took them so long, dude. There were, I live in big city. We usually have like 30 some technicians that are supposed to be on staff. At one point when I was working there, we had 11 technicians in all of the city, 11. And I was getting sent to Grand Island on two hours away, an hour and a half away, Mm -hmm. every single morning. I would have no idea that I was going out there. They'd send me a text saying, actually, you're going to Grand Island today. I got paid for drive time, but I wasn't getting home until midnight, almost every single night. And then I'd get up and do it again. Like I had no time to like, dude, it was the worst. like at that moment, and when they stopped sending me to Grand Island, the only reason they stopped sending me was because I was telling my supervisor, I'm looking for another job. Like I'm I'm actively looking for another job because I don't care if I pay cut, I am done with this shit. So they stopped sending me because they wanted me to stay, and they got me to stay for another. They got me to stay for another year, and then I and then I was like, I'm done with this. But you that, work. We're out. We're
2: and done. you work four days a week and twelve hour days or whatever you're doing, and it's like, if you want that kind of production, hire another fucking dude and make me work three days a week at that. Or like you know, nobody important. wants to
0: fucking work. They lost a lot of. Same with Grand Island. I know that they lost. A, that's why Tyler was coming here. Because yep. nobody fucking wanted to work for Spectrum.
2: Nobody. I had fucking hire another finish. dude. Like, take some of the load off of my back, dude. I don't want to work this much. See, and I don't. I,
0: that's a weird way to do business because I fucking. Dude, I. Or I, from what I can understand, where I work now, you can apply for jobs inside the company like all the time. Like, you fucking could yeah. get a job, apply for another job. Like, that's how I got this, the the position I'm moving up to. I didn't apply in january when it opened up the guy they hired didn't work out so i said fuck it i've only been here a year but i applied and i fucking got it but to my knowledge i could turn around and apply for a higher job at another branch somewhere and just keep applying all over the fucking place like it, it seems very fishy that they want to keep you mm.
2: from moving
0: up anywhere in the company that and like limit your uh potential to do that that's not the way that they need they you here, so they're
1: gonna keep you here. Yeah, because like, they need you here, They're like we need you here, even though we're we're completely short-handed in the upper positions. Like, we're gonna keep you at this position until we absolutely, like, necessarily, like, need to move you up. Like until we have too was, many of the bottom level guys. Yeah, and so here until we have too many there, we're not like so. Here's the other thing, and I'm gonna say this out loud because uh, fuck them. And uh, my my, when you move up in that company. No matter what, you are not allowed to move back to where you were. No matter what. If you apply to a different position, once you get to that position, you are not allowed to go back to your old spot. No matter what. You either quit or stay where you're at. You know how I know this? Because my supervisor was telling me on the day that that I quit, dropped off my van, gave him my badge, did all my stuff. He drove me back to my house, and he was like, now that you're officially out of here, he's like, I can talk to you about this. He's like, I've been trying to uh, quit my job now for months. He's like, I've, he's like, for a full year now. He's like, I've been trying to get somewhere else in the company, and they won't let me. He's like, I've been trying to move out of my supervisor position. He's like, because it's, it's terrible. He's like, I absolutely hate it. I don't ever get to see my family. I never, I'm never home. I drive an hour into work every day and an hour home every day. I, they won't let me take the position that's in the city he lives in. And because they just like, nope, we need you here. We, you, even though that position's open and it needs to be filled, we're not going to let you leave from the position that you're in. And he told me, he was like, I'm lo- I've been looking for a new job for two months now. He's like, and, and it's because I, like, I w- I wanted to go back to the position I was in before I took the supervisor role. He's like, I wanted to go back, but they're, they don't let you, they're keep you there. And, and, and he's like, my, my boss then will be gone probably within the next year. He said, I'm, I'm going to have a new job by January. He's like, I'm not saying. Like, and the reason is, is because they just treat people so – you're not a human. You're a, you're a name on a fucking spreadsheet, and that's it.
3: Hey, uh, on yeah. a positive note, um, I'm not sure how. I was, I was
0: looking at the analytics from the podcast. So for the longest time, Live It or Die, our number one episode, was the most played also. And at 44 plays all-time. Nice. Um, Episode 26 has become our new number one at 276 plays.
1: Damn.
0: And what's even funnier is that our (laughs) number two most played is episode 25, Depression Nightmares with no sound.
2: (laughs) There's no audio. It has, like, 200 plays. That's why I think oh we got bots swarmed, but, uh, I'm okay. It's fine. Bring on the bots. Uh, I got the uh, episode 25 fixed though. So you can watch that now.
1: Wait, oh, so what happened was on episode 25, there was no audio. A hundred people came in and listened to it and they were like, man, there's no audio. And then the audio got fixed. So they all came back to re-listen to it. <laughs> no,
0: no. I, I just, but yeah, we definitely it. have, we a hundred percent have bots because I can tell you right now, that um nobody in chile is listening to this podcast bullshit or any of the less than 1% and that's Dude, you got Australia, Ireland, Italy, Canada, Switzerland, Spain, New Zealand, Nigeria, Isle of Man, Cyprus, Netherlands, Bermuda, United Arab Emirates and Chile not that's all less than 1% of our of our listeners they're not they're not listening but the UK is our has the most listens at 54% of our listeners. The United States is at 42%, and all the other ones are less than one.
1: Well, thank God for the Europeans. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll <laughs> why the fuck Rotherham. Hey, what are you gonna do? That's a fucking city did,
0: in England. Did I? Uh, I fucking called them. I called everybody out on my Snapchat. Like, where is the support, United States?
1: Show some love for your own I've been trying to uh, like because the Twitters you know we made the Twitter, and I have been trying so hard to like take videos and post them, not like through the actual um profile itself, but trying to tag it so that way I can tag it in videos that I run across on my personal Twitter it's because I, I so my personal Twitter' is filled with shit like i've got I follow so many different things, it's everything from the left to the right to the crazy to the to the like everything it's literally everywhere at tyler freeland and and i have been trying to uh like post videos to that twitter and like it never lets me tag it i can go and look at the twitter the you be dead podcast but i can't act at the twitter like i cannot add it and it won't let me for some reason i still haven't figured it out i've been trying like, are you friends with you dead uh i i follow them like obviously i, I follow you- it do they have to follow mm-hmm. you back? I wonder if they have know, to follow you. Too. I don't know. I'm going to try to. I'm going to. I've got. I got time, man. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to. I'm going to do it on my computer. I'm going to. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get it going because I feel like Twitter's going to be. Once we figure out how to set that up and we can start posting, because we can post all of this, the whole yeah, thing, video and all. I watched. I watched the entire B movie on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. It has to be the B movie. Like, uh, because if you ever watch those videos on YouTube where they're like six hours long and it's like every time uh, – it's the smash mouth. But every time he says the word the, oh, yeah. it plays the B movie. Yeah, and so yeah. – but then it, it – <laughs>
2: Every time the B shows up, it plays the entire
1: season of Yu-Gi-Oh. And... Dude, I know. And I, I've always like – every time I see one of those videos, I'm just like I've got to know if they're going to do it every single time. And like it's – they do it the first time. They're like, yeah, they did it. But then I'm like, are they going to do it again? And then they do it and I'm like, oh my god. So I'll skip the movie, get to the next part. And it'll be like, and he'll say the word "the" within four more words, and the entire movie just starts back over. And I fucking love it. <laughs> like it's it might be my favorite videos on YouTube. Oh goddamn it, dude! Those I know it's fun. so funny. I love it. I'm that gonna dude. I'm gonna figure out the Twitter. I'm like, gonna get. It, uh, I'm gonna like go in so that way I can actually. Because all like like the videos of the woman on the plane. I was gonna. I tried to give all of those to our. Uh, To our, to our Twitter, I tried super hard to like, just post all of those on there and I don't want to steal other people's content. That's why I just want to retweet it into ours. So we post it with a retweet. That's an at, So if you go to the at, people can see it within the replies and stuff like that. So that way it's available there. You can still see the content, but it's, uh, it, I just, I want a way to be able to put that on there so people can be like, yeah, like I don't have time to scroll Twitter, but I know that if I go to the UB dead podcast page, I can see all of the most important stuff that's going on on the internet right now. Because I can post, dude. I've seen some, I've seen some fucked up shit on Twitter since, since Elon Musk took it over. Shout out to Musk, man. That guy made Twitter the fucking best place on the planet, and it's, it is, it is terrible. It's degeneracy. It's uh, idiocracy. It's people arguing over the stupidest shit, and it makes me laugh every day. I like, I, I just, I get a kick out of all the stuff that I see every day. Like, uh, do you guys know uh, the No Jumper podcast? No. It's a, it's like a hip. It was like an underground hip hop podcast for a long time. But anyway, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff going on in the internet right now. And that, uh, his name's Adam Twenty Two, and he's like the host of the show of No Jumper. And he's his, uh, his wife got fucked by a, a porn star, and people are like, dude, like this guy's like fuck this guy, and he just he's just rolling with the punches, man. Like it is, it is the funniest shit I've ever seen on the internet with Adam22 just being like, people are like, man, I would never do that. You're a bitch. And he's just like, maybe you're just less mature than I am. <laughs> and dude, it's so funny. He had one where one guy was like, hey, yo, Adam, I got next. And he was just like, it always, it's always nice to give back to the less fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the greatest thing ever. But uh, my wife just got home, guys. So uh, uh are we still okay. right? You Yo, Tyler, I got next. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a. Uh,
2: very nice. Uh, okay. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna figure out the Twitter, I'm gonna try to do that tomorrow. Hey wait, um, uh, I'm um, down.
2: Wait, my character's backstory is I'm a criminal spy.
1: Oh, um let me go and reset oh. that real quick. I can I can pull up your character. Actually real I created me.
2: I created a custom backstory that was just kind of bullshit, like regular stuff and then i realized after you did it that you can just pick things that they give you so that was the yeah. only one i didn't really want to pick one of those but if i have to i guess i'll be a criminal spy i just picked
1: one because it dude scott Good your guy. character's got advantage on intelligence against magic on wisdom against magic on charisma against magic dude you've got a character not that charisma might, uh... but
2: uh dude my my stone dwarf he's like a tinkerer he like builds shit so like he that's why he's good with like that uh, your rock gnome my rock gnome that's why he got it was like uh, a race racial thing
0: what are the odds that jeremy would consistently do this with us
1: i can i can talk to him we gotta can, talk to I all can the see people if he,
2: we gotta get all the people to Jer- make characters
1: well jeremy um i don't know what you guys have on mondays but jeremy is always available like early Mondays cause he gets off, he only works a half day on Mondays. And so, uh, he's a, like Mondays are like, again, they're good for me, especially at night. Like, uh, it's just it, whatever you guys want, like right now for the next, for at least the next couple of weeks, a month, at least, um, I'm set to do it whenever just text me, call me, whatever. And I'll get on here. I've got some adjustments to make to my computer. Cause my, my discord has crashed twice tonight. Um, but I, I, uh, I'm gonna get it figured out. Like I'm actually gonna get this shit going because I've got I've got the time, I've got the energy right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth some fucking effort. So yeah,
2: Make
0: sure well, you download T three.
1: I already yeah, did. It's it. already on my phone.
2: Hit us off, Anthony.
0: Um, what?
2: Oh wait, do you have anything else to say? Or are we ending this?
0: Oh uh, I, well, I was gonna tell Tyler to enjoy your time off, but apply where I work.
1: Yeah, that. I mean I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna look into it. But I got one more thing to say before we go, and that's you be dead.
0: All right, that was on <laughs> uh uh quick at ya, episode 28. you episode
3: twenty eight. You'd be dead. Bye everybody.